Welcome to the Wealthy Coach Podcast, where I teach you how to become wealthy AF in your business, your mindset, your coaching, and your life. I'm your host, Kendra Perry. I am a former functional health coach turned online business mentor for health coaches, practitioners, and professionals. I'm here to help you grow the online business of your dreams by teaching you the strategy, the tech, and by helping you cultivate the mindset you need to be a badass health entrepreneur. I'm blunt, I'm to the point, and I'll probably drop an F-bomb or two, so fasten your seatbelts and get ready to become wealthy AF. The other day I was hanging out with one of my very good friends and she's in a bit of a career transition. She was previously working as a wildland firefighter for maybe the past 10 years. And then she's recently transitioned to having her own falling business. Now, if you don't know what falling is, it essentially means cutting down trees. A very, very badass friend of mine. She is such a badass. But anyways, it's a really physical job. And she knew that while it was okay for now, it wasn't really a good long-term plan because obviously it's going to be harder on her body as she gets older, but she wasn't really sure where to go next. So I asked her, what are you really good at? And she said, well, I'm really good at organization and I'm good at analyzing numbers. So I said, have you considered doing a bookkeeping course? And she said that she had, and she said, I was totally thinking about that. But when I brought it up with my colleagues, they sort of poo-pooed it. They told me that I would have to be in front of a computer all the time and I would hate it. It was a bad idea. And that I should pursue a career in something I was more passionate about. And I told her that this was bad advice, that following your passion is bad advice. Now, why did I say that? Because isn't there a quote that says, follow your passion and you'll never work a day in your life? There is, right? And I used to believe that. And when I was growing up in high school, I never really fit into that nine to five box. I remember hating the Monday to Friday schedule. I just found it exhausting. And I hated that I was always waiting for the weekend and dreaming of the weekend. And on Friday, I was like, this is the best day ever. And Saturday, I was still pretty pumped. And then Sunday, I was depressed and I was dreading Monday. And then I just do it all over again. So I remember being in career class in high school and thinking like, don't understand how I'm just supposed to choose a career that sort of looks a lot like the schedule that I'm having now. I hate this. And then I'm going to go to school and then just do this for the rest of my life. I was kind of like, I just don't want to do this. And I couldn't figure out what else to do. Obviously, I went to high school in the early 2000s and there wasn't really a lot of options. It was like, do you want to be a doctor? Do you want to be a teacher? right? Even I remember back then going into the trades was considered like the dumb thing to do because I actually did grade 13. I'm from Ontario and there used to be this 13th grade, which I was actually the last year to do it. And if you wanted to go to college and go to trade school, like be an electrician or a plumber or something, I thought you could graduate after grade 12 and go to college. But if you wanted to go to university and go more the academic route, then you would do grade 13. And we thought of ourselves as the smart ones. And it was kind of like dumb to go to college, which is kind of silly <laughs> looking back now because the trades people probably got really good jobs that actually paid way better than anything you could get out of like most university jobs, right? But so there just wasn't a lot of options presented. And I remember my two best friends, Lauren and Tanya, they wanted to be teachers. And since I became friends with them in ninth grade, they wanted to be teachers and they ended up becoming teachers. And I actually was creeping on Lauren's stories on Instagram the other day and she's still a teacher. 
right? So they knew what they wanted to do, but I was kind of all over the map. I was like, oh, do I want to be like a vet? Do I want to be a doctor? Do I want to be a policeman? Like, do I want to be like, I just had all these ideas and I couldn't figure it out because all of them sort of seemed like they would have that Monday to Friday schedule, which I totally hated. And so I really wanted to do something that I felt passionate about. So what I sort of decided on was actually to go into this program called Outdoor Pursuits, which was essentially learning how to be an outdoor guide in a whole bunch of different activities like climbing and canoeing and hiking and all kinds of things. I wanted to go to the University of Calgary for that. They had this four-year program. And looking back now, I mean, it's definitely a silly thing to go to university for. It's a lot of money for something that ultimately doesn't pay well, but I didn't really care about the money at that point. I was 18. I just wanted to do something I felt passionate about. But unfortunately, that year that I applied to go to university, they had cut the program and sent it to a college in Calgary. And again, looking back, everything's so clear in hindsight, I should have just gone to that college. But my mindset at the time that was that college was for the stupid kids. And I was a smart kid and I had to go to university. So I still ended up going to University of Calgary and I actually ended up in kinesiology because I kind of thought, well, maybe I could go into something like sports nutrition because again, really passionate about nutrition. But after a year and a half in kinesiology, it just didn't resonate with me. So I ended up going into environmental science. And what that led to after I graduated university was work going into seasonal forestry work. And I actually started seasonal forestry work in my second year of university. I remember, so I came from a really, really small town, like a county, like we didn't even have a town. There wasn't even a store. We literally had one streetlight and we used to congregate around it and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> so I really wanted to live in a city because I lived so rurally. You had to drive everywhere, drive across so many farmland. So I really wanted to move to the city. And I remember spending my first summer after university in the city. And I was like, well, this sucks. Like, this is boring. There's no lake. There's nowhere to swim. It's hot. Like, I wasn't into it. So that following summer, I went tree planting. And essentially what you do is you carry these three bags around your waist. You fill them with trees, like probably like 50 pounds or maybe even more. You're carrying like 100 trees at once and you get paid per tree. And so you plant these trees into the ground. You try to go as fast as possible because you get paid per tree, anywhere from maybe 10 cents a tree to 30 cents per tree, sort of depending on the type of ground you're working on. If it's really easy ground, there's not a lot of sticks and logs down. It's really easy to plant. You're going to get paid a lower price versus where there's a lot of slash and logs and it takes a lot longer to plant a tree where you're going to actually get paid a higher price to plant that tree. So I ended up in forestry because I started tree planting every summer and then that sort of opened the door to other jobs within forestry. And the reason why I pursued that work is because I was really passionate about the outdoors. I loved being outside and I didn't want to work indoors. The other reason I pursued that job is because it was physical and I was really passionate about exercise and fitness. So that was the reason why I pursued that job. And then the other reason was because it didn't follow that regular schedule. Yes, we worked really hard when we were working, but it wasn't year round work. So with tree planting, you kind of just pick up contracts, right? You work like a contract to a contract. So I could work a spring contract from maybe April to the end of July. And then I could work a fall contract on the coast. And then I could even work a winter contract on the coast, right? But I could kind of pick up work when I want, make a bunch of money because I was very good at it. It was very fast. So I used to make like three or $400 a day. And then I could take time off and I could go traveling. I could road trip. I could cruise around and just do my thing. And so eventually what that led to is me designing cut blocks for logging operations. So 
when they cut down the forest, obviously in order for them to cut down the forest, they need a plan. So I would basically design the perimeter, create the boundary around water, bodies of water, like lakes or streams, something like that, create the wildlife tree patches. I would design the whole thing. And again, this was a seasonal job. So I'd work from about April to October. And I love that because then I'd take the entire winter off and I'd be able to ski. And then eventually, because I'm a really passionate skier, I grew up skiing my whole life. I competed, I competed internationally. And I thought, well, maybe I could ski professionally, right? I could get paid to be in photos and movies, and maybe I could also be a ski guide. So I actually started going through courses to become a ski guide because I was like, I'm so passionate about skiing. Wouldn't it be fun to get paid to ski? And I could do that in the winter, in the summer, I could do my forestry job because I'm passionate about the outdoors. But this is actually what happened. Okay. So working outdoors actually prevented me from spending time outdoors in my spare time. And pursuing ski guiding actually made me realize that I was starting to hate skiing, okay? And both careers didn't pay well. They did not pay well. And they both led to me working my ass off for very little money. So ultimately what happened is following my passion actually started to make me resent my passion and make me work my ass off for very little money and have very little time to actually do the things I wanted to be doing. Now, I know this won't be true for everyone. I know some people who did the guiding courses with me who became ski guides, and they still love it, and they still love skiing. But for me, following my passion led to me being broke, burnt out, and spending less of my free time skiing and being outdoors. Because the truth was, when you have a really physical job, right? So I'm walking around the mountains and hiking around the bush all day. And you have to imagine when you're working in forestry and I'm hiking around the forest, I'm not hiking on trails. I am bushwhacking. There's brush, there's thorns, there's trees down. So I'm like falling on my face. I'm getting scratched. I have to think about bears, like all of these things, right? And then when I was ski guiding, I didn't get to just ski where I wanted to go. I had to be at the end of the pack and I had to keep my eyes on all of the other skiers. So all of the clients. And I kind of just was a glorified babysitter. I'd have to do something called break trail, which means that when you're ski touring, so when you're hiking on your skis, your heels release, you're hiking on your skis. When you do that in fresh snow, it's exhausting. And I would have to be the one to break the trail. So when I was being so physical in my job, I would come home on the weekend. And instead of going biking or climbing or hiking, all I wanted to do was lie around on the couch. So it was really interesting. At the end of April, I was actually up north because I used to do a lot of this forestry work in this really small northern town called Quinnell. And one of my best girlfriends still lives up there. And so I went, I flew up there at the end of April to visit her. And kind of in the outlying areas of this town called Quinnell are these really beautiful mountains. And I lived up there with her for years. And we were driving around and I was like, it's funny, there's these amazing mountains not too far from here, but we never went there. Not once. Like, why didn't we ever go there? And she was like, because we were fucking exhausted. We were exhausted. Like we worked so hard all week on the weekend. All we wanted to do was lie around and watch movies and then maybe go drinking. Right? So working outdoors and following my passion actually was exhausting because it was so physical that on the weekend, I didn't want to do any of the things I loved. And if I did manage to get a little bit of energy to go biking or go climbing, like it was exhausting and I was tired and I just didn't enjoy it as much. So it was really interesting because following my passion actually led to me doing less of my passion. Okay. So the truth is your passion might not actually be profitable as a business, or it might not actually lead to a lucrative career. And 
it could actually lead to you feeling less passionate in the long run. So this is why I told my friend who was struggling to find her next step in her career that following her passion was actually a bad idea. So like me, she's passionate about the outdoors. That's why she did firefighting. That's why she started her falling business. But bookkeeping would actually allow her to work for herself, make her own hours and work less than she was working as a firefighter or a faller. Okay. It also had potential to make her more money in the long run because she can set her own rate. And so again, this would actually allow her more freedom and more energy to actually spend time doing her passion outdoors. She could get up early and work for six hours in the morning, be done early and spend the rest of the day dirt biking or skiing or mountain biking, or even hanging out at the beach. Okay. So I don't think your job or your business needs to be your passion. I think you need to like it. I think you need to enjoy it, but I actually think it's better to save your passions for your free time when you can do them on your own terms without expectations from others. So a lot of people wonder how I can work on a computer. When I tell them I run an online business, many people are like, I don't know how you spend so much time on a computer. But the truth is, I really don't. I work about 25 hours a week. I run my day how I want. In the winter, I ski every morning and I work in the afternoons. In the summer, I get up early and maybe work from seven to noon or maybe one. And then I finish for the day and I go hiking or biking or I go to the beach. I often take Fridays off. I work when it's raining and I take the day off when it's sunny. Does being in front of a computer suck sometimes? Sure, right? Every job sucks sometimes. Every job requires you to do things you don't enjoy. That's life. Your business isn't going to be fun all the time. But the freedom and flexibility this business allows me makes it more than worth the 25 hours of computer time I do every week. The payoff is so big that I literally never complain about it. I don't even mind it because of the freedom that I have in my life. So rather than following your passion, I really think that we should pursue a business or a career that allows us to have the lifestyle that we want because the moments, the fulfillment, it doesn't usually happen in the work we do, but it happens in the way that we spend our free time. So do I love what I do in my business? Yeah, about 90%. I love what I'm doing. I love supporting my students. I love creating content. I love seeing Stripe notifications come up on my phone when I make a sale. I love building funnels, recording podcasts, working with my team, but there are still things I hate doing. I don't like all the decision-making sometimes. It's exhausting. I don't like dealing with problems. I don't like admin stuff. And sometimes the responsibility can feel a bit heavy, but I do love it deeply. But what I will say is I'm way more passionate about being in the mountains with my friends and partner. I'm way more passionate about adventuring outdoors. I'm way more passionate about eating good food and taking care of my body. But the sacrifice that I make to run this business is more than worth it to be able to lead a very low stress life of adventure, fun, connection, and nature. My business is what allows me to pursue my passions fully. So don't follow your passion. Find a business idea that complements your strengths, one that you enjoy doing, and use it to create freedom wealth, and flexibility so you can feel fully fulfilled doing your passions in your free time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Wealthy Coach Podcast. If you like this episode, you can let me know by taking a screenshot and sharing it to your Instagram stories and tagging at Kendraberry Inc. I would love to know the biggest take-homes from this episode. And if you want to leave me a five-star review on iTunes, you can just go to ratethispodcast.com slash wealthy. That's ratethispodcast.com slash wealthy. 
Thank you so much. I will see you next Monday, same time, same place where I help you become wealthy AF.